everyone. Welcome back. This is uh, Michael with Four Guys in a Comic, and we are going to just uh, basically sit around and just uh, talk shop. And, of course, I got with me here Alex. Hey, Alex. How's it going today? Hey, it's going good, man. Uh, you know, yep. just another day in paradise. Yeah, it is. That it is. You know, hopefully Tap will be uh, joining us soon. We had, uh... I'm right here, motherfucker. Oh, oh snap, he comes out of nowhere. Yes, no. Oh. <laughs> that was good timing. I like it. That was good timing. I like it. That was I didn't, I've been waiting for a time to jump in. I didn't want to turn on my camera or anything until I could jump in. <laughs> I like it. That's All a good, right. good way to come on in. <laughs> so, well, we're thinking, you know, Alex and I were talking before we started recording, and we realized we really never gave our views and opinions on Infinity War since the movie came out, you know, we talked about it, our predictions before the movie um, came into theaters. I figured let's talk about what we thought of it. Yeah, we're behind on that one for sure. And I think <laughs> it's are... enough time now that uh, spoilers uh, yeah. aren't really too much of a problem anymore. Um, if you yeah. haven't gone and seen it since it's been out since April, and uh, I think you've already missed the train. Yeah, and plus we wanted to wait because we didn't want to spoil things for our, our, our good listeners out there. So I think it's time. It is definitely time. Yeah. So I know I've seen it three times. Uh, Matt, I want to say you saw it twice. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I have seen it twice. That is yep. correct. And Alex? I saw it once. 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 All right. That's cool. That's cool. So what do you guys think? Was it all that and a bag of chips? Yeah. I I loved it. There's a lot of people that were like, oh, the portal, like, you, why didn't they just chop off his arm and then take the gauntlet? Problem solved. Like, yeah, there's some, like, little loopholes in there that, like, mm-hmm. they the movie could have ended at a half an hour rather than two and a half hours. Um, like Star-Lord, but, for instance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Star-Lord, all that stuff. So, I mean, there's definitely... Some loop, some plot holes, I guess you could say. But that aside, because um, I don't think you're ever going to find a movie that doesn't have plot holes. So all that aside, uh, I loved it. I thought yeah. it was amazing. It was literally ten years in the making. Yes, everything that this has done was has been ten years into the making. Um, and I feel like I don't know. We'll get to our future predictions in a bit, I guess. But yeah. Um, no, I, I absolutely loved it. It had a great humor. It actually made you... I was wondering what they were going to do about Thanos, because in the comics, Thanos is always about, oh, death, I must please death. Death must yeah. love me. What do I need to do to get death? And so I was like, is this what this is going to be about? Because I'm sorry, in the comics, I'm not a fan. Like, I've said that numerous times. I'm not not a big fan of the comics. It's just He's kind of a one-dimensional, very boring character to me. Um, so I was wondering how they were going to do this in the movies and they actually like humanized him and made you like care about him as a freaking character and as a being and made you kind of understand, you may not agree with the choices that he's making, obviously, but they make you understand why He's doing what he's doing. So you may not agree, but at least you understand why he is the way he is. But at the yeah. same time, I'm going to say this right now. Um, everyone has that that argument. I, you know, why didn't he just make more resources? Which one? That Why didn't he just make more resources? 
He said that we're mean? all going to run out yeah, of resources. Yeah, what do you mean? Thanos oh. said that we were going to oh, run out oh. of resources or whatever, and that was his reason for taking half of everyone, not death, because he said, you know, with half the we would have more time and more resource to make civilizations last longer and thrive even stronger. Because yeah, 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 yeah. But really, if you have the gauntlet, it's like, why not just give everyone the resources they need? Well, to be fair, he didn't have the gauntlet until much later in the movie so all the other civilizations that he wiped out in the meantime mm-hmm. that was all pre-gauntlet yeah yeah so he, the only thing, he found so, a solution so the only thing that he wiped out after the gauntlet was all the heroes and shit that just up and disappeared that they show you know turning to dust at the end of the movie mm-hmm. um which future predictions we'll get into that could yeah there's gonna yeah. be some you'll, you'll, you'll get, there. yeah but I want to circle back. You're talking about death. And, you know, I was really expecting death to be in it. I really, truly was. And I wasn't sure, you know, how that was going to fan out. And in some ways, I'm kind of glad that they didn't. But in, and, but yet part of me still wishes that, yeah, it was a little bit more on key to the original uh, book. But I got, to, I got to tell you, when I, you know, during the movie, you know, they're on, they're on the planet. And all of a sudden you see this cloaked figure. I'm like, oh my god, it's death! Awesome! And I got, I got all excited. And then when, it, when you understood it, it's not death; it's Red Skull. I was like, doing cartwheels in the movie theater, like, fuck yes! You know, they finally explained where the hell he's been for the last ten years and what's going on. It was just so exciting. I mean, obviously, of course, the only person in the theater standing up cheering. <laughs> you know, just I. I, I, it gave me goosebumps. It still does. I was so excited to see the character return. See, that was my thing. Whenever he was walking up the hill like that or whatever, and he saw the cloaked figure, at first I was like, I think it's death. And then I was like, yeah. well, he's guarding the soul world or whatever. What if it's Adam Warlock? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then he drowned and it was Red Skull. And I was like, ah, shit. You know, <laughs> I mean, I instantly like the first thing that popped in my head was like, I bet you Michael's sitting there in the movie theater just jumping up and down right now. Like, oh, see, the last two times I saw it, I was in, in very vocal theaters, very everybody was talkative and yelling and cheering and voicing their opinions. And, you know, me, that was me, too. I mean, I'll I tell you what, when, when Captain America came on, I was booing. You know, people are like looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? <laughs> now, of course, I yelled out my Hell Hydra and all that kind of crap. You know, I got the comments. Are, is he watching the same movie? <laughs> and just stuff like that. Actually, no, I actually, I was so excited when Thanos snapped his fingers. I got to tell you, I cheered. I applaud. I was just so excited because I didn't think they were going to pull that off. I, I honestly didn't. You know, but to see him snap the fingers and do that. It, it got me so excited. I'm still excited just thinking about it. And it was just like, oh, my God, yes, he did it. They didn't stop him, he, but he did it. <laughs> you know, it just – it was awesome. I, I would love to have been there when Jim Starling saw it for the first time. I would have loved to see his expression. I really would have. No. Yeah, definitely. Him and George Perez, I both were just sitting there like, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but no, that was like one of the things in the movie that really, really got me to was the uh, the finger snap. I, I didn't know how they were going to pull it off. But, you know, if they wanted it to be like the comic books, it had to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But uh, I have a list of different things here that I wanted to bring up to talk about. If you guys knew this or not, you know, if uh, stop me. But um, lot, there's a lot of hidden little uh, Easter eggs throughout the movie. And I don't know if everybody caught this stuff or not. But uh, the, the, the Russo brothers, uh, they, of course, directed the movie. And do you guys also are aware that he directed the TV show Arrested Development? I didn't know that. Yes. And so because of that, they're, they're really big on the TV show. And in, was it Civil War, they put mm-hmm. in a piece of Arrested Development prop in the airport, you know, this, this truck. And yeah, they the did truck. it. Yeah. And they did it again in Infinity War. You remember when they were nowhere and when they first came in, when, when Drax was first walking through everything in one of the tubes, you can see, uh, the, I try to remember the character's name, but, uh, the blue, the blue man in his yeah, full I'm... makeup from the TV show, um, of development. Uh, I'm not, a, I'm not very familiar with show. it. Yeah. 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 I'm not. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the show. I cannot. I've seen a couple episodes here or there, but because the show, I know about Blue Man. You know, guy all painted in blue, and they actually had him in Infinity War in one of the chambers. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So when you go back and watch it, take a look, and you'll see from Arrested Development, Blue Man. <laughs> you know what? That was something that, like, I mean, I know I wasn't gonna catch it the first go through, but anytime they go through like you, the collector's room or whatever, you know, you got to be looking in each thing. And I bet looking, seeing the movie for three times or even two times, like you, uh, Matt, uh, y'all caught a few things in there that I probably uh, didn't catch at all. No, I didn't. I I wasn't uh, paying attention to that kind of stuff. I was more. So okay, my my thing was the first time that I saw the movie, because we all knew someone was gonna die, right? Yeah. We all knew that going into it. So the first time I'm in the movie, the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, so who dies? And then right away, they kill off Loki. So I go, oh, Loki dies? That's the mm-hmm. big fucking, that's who dies? Well, so even before like, Loki died, somebody else died. Heimdall, Loki. yeah. Yeah. And so then I'm like, well, is there multiple deaths? So then like throughout the whole movie, I'm trying to guess who dies and when. <laughs> like, yeah. So instead of like really allowing myself to be engrossed into the movie... I'm like mm-hmm. thinking the entire time who's get, like I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the movie before it ends rather than just letting myself enjoy the ride. Yeah. Uh, so the second time I saw it, I was like I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to enjoy this ride and I'm just going to enjoy it cuz I'm not going to sit here and try to like, overthink it or anything. And so the mm-hmm. second time I actually enjoyed it a lot more because I wasn't sitting there like thinking about who's going to mm-hmm. die next or what's going to happen next throughout the whole movie. So I really wasn't like looking for Easter eggs and things like mm-hmm. that. I was just at that point I was just kind of letting it just Calgon take me away, you know. Yes, yes, yeah, and, that, and I agree with you there. It's the first time you're just nitpicking. You're looking at every little thing and trying to compare it to the books and who's going to die and all that kind of stuff. And the next time you watch it, you know, you can look at it really from a whole new perspective, you know. But uh, I remember that when first time I watched when we were talking Red Skulls like. Wait a minute. Who went, who's playing that? <laughs> I was I was really like, who is playing that? And I had to go home and figure it out. And I don't know if you realize, but it's uh, one of the characters from The Walking Dead, uh, Ross. Um, God, I can't even think of his last name all of a sudden. But uh, he also uh, did uh, voiceover work as Han Solo and Phineas and Ferb. 
Hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I have a question for both mm-hmm. of you, okay? Uh-huh. Um, y'all have both read Infinity Gauntlet, okay? Uh, besides the, or I mean, you've, y'all read Infinity Gauntlet, y'all have read a bunch of Thanos stuff. But anyways, be- besides the snap, what part of the movie was something that you recognized from comics that you were like, oh shit, or oh snap, you know, whatever, that just like jumped out at you and surprised you? Because you knew the the finger snap was going to have to eventually happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what was something else in the movie that related to the comic books to you in some way? Oh, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I guess I could start off with saying, you know, with as, as we know in the books, we have Silver Surfer falling into uh, the Sanctum Sanatorium. Instead, we have uh, Bruce or the Hulk fall into it. I thought that was a good choice. Yeah, it was. It was. And as we obviously we knew it couldn't be Silver Surfer. <laughs> we all hoped. <laughs> we hoped, but we knew it couldn't. Yeah. But uh, so that that was probably mine right there. Uh, Matt, you don't have a moment from the movie that really jumped out at you. It's like, oh snap, that you know that was in the comics. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I I honestly didn't. I didn't really have anything that I was like, oh okay, cool. Like I, I just another. I thought I just thought of one. Um, when Tony and Pepper were talking about how, you know, Tony had a, a dream about having a son named Morgan. And I was like, wait a minute. No, Morgan, there's a Morgan Stark. And I couldn't remember who it was. And I had to, of course, go home and do my research. But Morgan Stark was actually Tony's Tony's uncle, not Pepper's uncle, which I don't know why they changed it in the movie like they did. That's a so that weird. was one thing. Yeah. So that was one thing. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, Morgan. Okay. Now, I know that we were all sitting there and we were talking about what role Peter Dinklage would play in mm-hmm. Infinity War, okay? And we were all sitting here like, oh, there's he has to be Pip the Troll, right? Yeah. And yep. we were all completely wrong. He was not small at all. He was like a <laughs> no. giant dwarf, which doesn't make sense. That sounds like an oxymoron. Um, but I don't know. What would y'all think about his role in the movie? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. I mean, the only thing that I I had with it was why didn't Thor take the time to break the uh, metal off his hands? Once again, plot holes galore. <laughs> we must ignore them. Maybe he would have broke I, his hands off. I don't think he would have. <laughs> but no, it, then they brought back the uh, what is it? The Stormbreaker. Yes. Yeah, Stormbreaker, dude. Yeah. Okay, that was kind of dope. I did like seeing Stormbreaker. So oh, I, I guess oh, I guess yeah. the one thing that I can say is yes. Like when they brought back Storm, I got a little giddy when I saw him make Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when uh, I'm like, well, where's the handle gonna come from? And none yeah. of this is in the comics. This is all original to the movie. This is not how it happened in the comics. But when I saw Groot kind of like grow his arm, wrap it around it, and snap it off, I thought. All right, that was actually kind of cool. It was, it was a cool moment because you have adolescent asshole Groot um, throughout the entire movie. You know, he's just like a back-talking little smack teenager. Um, <laughs> but then, like, when it came down to it and it ultimately was kind of like a do-or-die moment, he still showed his, his inner Grootness, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, helped save the day, which I thought was pretty cool. No, it was really cool, but here's your plot hole again. If Groot disappears, shouldn't the handle disappear too? No, because it's no longer on him. It's not a piece of him. But like remember, they were wood. able to re. 
but they were able to regrow Groot from a piece, from a twig. Yeah. Maybe that's what they maybe that's what they do in this one in the second one. Maybe they regrow him. <laughs> he is I don't know. the I, hammer. I <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see. Oh, uh, I thought it was kind of cool they brought back the flip phone from uh, Civil War. I didn't. I didn't notice that. Um, remember how Bruce? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Let me back it up. Bruce told Tony, um, maybe you need to call uh, Steve. And so, oh yeah, Tony yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, yeah. So and that was the flip phone. phone from Civil War. That's good. I remember what you're talking about now. You know what? Yeah. This kind of leads me into um, the, the the situation with um, the cable cabal. How do you say it? Is it cabal cable? Cabal, cabal, or whatever. Uh, Thanos is Thanos is uh, lackeys. Okay, let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Um, Ebony Ma was really cool in the oh, movie. Like, oh yeah, I was really oh, surprised yeah. at how dope he actually came. Because like, mm-hmm. when you see him in comics and stuff, I mean, like he he looks lame. Kind of, I'm gonna be honest in my yes. opinion about it. He looks kind of lame. Um, but in the movie, he looked badass. Like he was yeah. just like boom, boom, like just gone like i don't know i liked him a lot in this movie i wish that he didn't die off so soon yeah yeah i can see that yeah he was cool um so the the one that i thought really kind of stepped it up in that i was shocked to find out that i enjoyed it as as much as i did um fucking drax man Drax grows on me with every movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember when Guardians 1 came out and they announced Batista as Drax. And my initial thought was, oh, my God, what a horrible choice. Because you have a guy who really can't act in, like, yeah. a huge budget Marvel movie. Well, it turns out you really don't need someone that can act. You sort of need that very one-dimensional, monotone, dry. dry person, which Batista knocked it out of the park. So I was like, yeah, I really liked him in, in the first one. Drax is cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The second one, I'm like, they gave him some like more like funny, sarcastic type lines. I'm like, okay, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. That's pretty funny. But in this one, he stole the show, man. Like yeah, it, yeah. every scene that he was in, he completely stole the scene. Mm-hmm. And it was... Epic. Um, so I, I will never doubt Marvel's casting directors directors ever again, because they know what they're doing, and I apparently don't. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, funny you bring that up because you know I cannot tell you in the last couple of weeks how many times one of my kids have been standing in there, standing in the living room or the kitchen, um, very slowly eating something. And they'll be like, you can't see me because I'm moving too slow. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It's become a big joke in our house now. That is funny. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. That was probably one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. And it was so random. And simple. Yeah. And (laughs) when um, uh, Mantis walks in and it's like, hey, Drax. And he's just like, ugh. He's just like. Damn it. They're sitting there, and she's like, one of my favorite lines. Mantis stepped it up, too, in this. I'm going to say that, too. Um, Her and Drax together were gold, okay? 
Um, you know, even in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2, that was a thing. But this, it was, like, really funny. And I love the line where she's sitting there and she's like, yeah, we take ass and kick names. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I think I've used that probably a dozen times or more at home now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that line. It's just awesome. Oh, my goodness. I know. Speaking of lines, I don't know if you guys picked this up, but uh, when Tony and um, uh, Strange were talking, you know, Tony's like, do you concur, Doctor? Do you get the reference? Is that Star Trek? No. Both both actors played Doc, uh, both of them played Sherlock Holmes. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yep, you're right. Holmes you're reference. right. Yeah, no, nope, I, I would not have gotten that. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wait a minute here. Are you kidding me? Yep, you are correct. I would not yeah. have caught that. If nobody pointed that out to me, I would have completely been oblivious to it, but that is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, was, I mean, every turn there was something, you know, of reminiscent of something else. I mean, every from like Rocket saying, "I'm going to get Bucky's arm," you know. Yeah, like, I'm going to get that arm. Yep. Um, or what was that? One, uh, Bruce. God, what was it? He said, um, uh, "No, fine, I'll do it myself." When the Hulk says no, you know, and that's the same. You know, that's the line from Age of Ultron. That Thanos, remember at the, at the end of post credits, Thanos he said the exact same thing. Fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, mm. you know what? I don't know if you caught that. I don't know how I felt about the whole situation with uh, Drax or not Drax with uh, Bruce Banner having an inner battle with Hulk and not being able to really change at all. Like Hulk would refuse to come out when really, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I just thought that was weird uh, at that point it, in time. Yeah. Hulk. Uh, you know, he, he could control it. Hulk was out like 24-7. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a... Uh, I read an article with the director um, in regards to that. And he said basically what it is is that um, after Hulk kind of got his ass kicked by Thanos um, and he got zapped back to Earth, um, he was very much like over and done he's like i'm I'm done with this shit banner can fight his own battles going forward which is why the whole no thing like why he wouldn't come out it's not that he was scared and they said that he was just sort of at his breaking point where he's like banner is on his own he can fight his own fucking battles like i'm i'm done basically mm-hmm. is sort of what it is like you know banner wants to control me that's not going to be the case i'm done sticking up for him he's on his own they yeah. said that was sort of the the process mm-hmm. with that yeah it's, and you know what there's two other things that they put out too besides that that i thought was really cool um one of them being that you know that that moment where at the end where spidey or peter parker was you know ready to fade and you know those are questions why why did he feel it and everything? You know, how did he was like the only one, you know, he's like, I'm feeling funny. And so they explained to it that it kind of goes back to the beginning of the movie where his um, hair was sticking up. It was like the very first time you actually saw that he has a spidey sense. You know, they were showing that he can uh, has that sense to, to foretell of something bad coming. And that's why they said that he felt he, he had that line. 
you know, I don't feel so good because it was his inner Spidey sense telling him that something was um, bad was about ready to happen to him. But they cut it there. After that, um, they said they didn't give him any script. He was to make up the rest of the story. And so he came up, the actor came up with the line, um, I don't want to go. I, I think that's what he said, right? I, and that was so moving. I mean, it, my son started crying during that part of the movie. Everybody in the theater was just like, <gasps> you know, it was a big, big thing. And that was all ad lib. Yeah, that, none, no. that was not that wasn't written. It was like, oh, my God, that was awesome. You know, you really felt something during that scene. No, it was a very emotional part of the movie. Um, mm -hmm. Reagan, uh, my wife, was all like, why did you take me to this? I don't want to see this. <laughs> you know what I mean? She got upset. Mm -hmm. She got really upset. She was even hitting me after the movie being like, why? You know, she's doing, she's not literally hitting me, but you know what I mean. Um, mm -hmm. And she was just so upset at all the people that were gone and the whole Spider-Man scene and everything and Groot being gone and everything. And it's just like, oh no, like... He's like, I am Groot. And then it's like, no, uh, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But it, it was just like, there's a lot of strong emotional parts in the movie, like just throughout it. And like you said, you got excited at so many different times. There was some sad times, like with the whole Spider-Man being able to feel it and all that. And it really mm -hmm. took you on like a roller coaster of uh, ups and downs and emotions and stuff. Just uh, punching you right in the heart and making you laugh and everything else. I'm punching the groan a few times as yeah, right. well. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. Um, so what were some things that you wish were in the movie? I know you mentioned death, but uh, was there anything else? Well, I think the one thing that I haven't seen yet, which probably in the next movie, is um, Nebula playing that bigger role. Mm -hmm. I can see that. For those of you who uh, don't know out there and haven't read uh, the original Infinity Gauntlet, she takes it off of Thanos and brings like everyone back and then quickly dies. But uh, who knows? I don't think they're going to kill her off in the movie. No. Nah. But she might take that gauntlet still. Mm-hmm. You think that's going to happen? I do. Yeah? Yeah. You know. I do. I think there's a lot of cool things like... You know what? Uh, this a lot of this wasn't really like you know leading up to through Infinity Quest. It wasn't anything like Infinity Quest. I mean, it was like very loosely Infinity Quest. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. It had the same premise at least, different people. Um, but I feel like this next movie or whatever is really going to be basically Infinity Gauntlet. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's going to be more like the actual, like, comic story arc, Infinity Gauntlet. And it, it, what are they going to call it? It's just Avengers 4 now. That's all we know, right? Yeah, there'll be a title for it. But, you know, the two things that, at the end of the movie, that goes into the next movie, I mean, the one thing I, we have to mention, obviously, is I got that warm, fuzzy feeling when I saw Thanos in that field yeah. with his uniform as a scale, scarecrow. You know, in in the field, just like in the comics. Oh yeah, no, that's that great. Yeah, it was just like I mean, I just wish they showed the uniform on the scarecrow a little bit better than what they did. Well, you know what? I kind of have an idea on this, and I've heard a few people have this theory online as well. Um, a lot of people think that that might be a um, 
foreshadowing uh, scene. So that's probably going to be that, that it might be the ending of the next movie. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know how at the end of Infinity Gauntlet, when he gets it off, when he ends up in the field or whatever, it's not whenever he first kills everyone or gets rid of it. It's like after the comic's over, that's where he ends up yeah. going, you know? Yeah. And um, if you remember, Adam Warlock in Go- is the one that finds the Scarecrow with Gamora yeah. in him. And yeah. so yeah. a lot of people were saying, what if that is the, like, end scene for the next movie, basically? Like, And then you see Adam Warlock walking up with Gamora. They find the Scarecrow, and then they find, you know, Thanos sitting there looking off into the distance. Mm-hmm. Which would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you know, the very, very end, that, you know, with uh, uh, Nick, you know, <laughs> you know, cuss, cussing as he disappears and dropping the uh, alert to Captain Marvel. Right. You know, and that was that was kind of cool how they did it. And you know, obviously, we're going to see something Infinity War related. I'm hoping in in the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. No. Well, I hear that the Captain Marvel movie is supposed to be um, in the uh, '90s or whatever because we're having mm-hmm. a young. Uh, Nick Fury, and it's supposed to, I heard, maybe deal with the uh, Korean Scroll War. Mm-hmm. Now I've heard that too, but that doesn't mean that in post-credits we don't see some kind of That's true. something. It's going to be like year 2018 or 2019, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be like her getting a little indicator thing from Nick Fury. Maybe she mm-hmm. plays the role of, um, I know we think that she's probably going to end up being Adam Warlock, but, uh, you know, she could still just be a uh, Silver Surfer just as easily. Mm-hmm. But there was awesome Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when, you know, I shall name you, call him Adam. <laughs> it's yeah. like they can't let, you know, it's not like Marvel to overlook something like that. Right. So I know Adam Warlock's coming eventually. He's he's going to be here soon. It's just, is he going to actually pop up near the beginning of the movie? Or is he going to pop up at the end of the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um because, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you think that... The question is, is do you think Adam Warlock's first appearance is going to be in Avengers 4? Or if they're going to hold out for him to be uh, Guardians 3? I'm hoping Guardians 3, but how can you do Guardians 3 properly when almost all the Guardians have disappeared? Right. True. Well, when does the guard? Does, do we know when the date is for Guardians Three? I know he just started writing it, but I, I wasn't sure know. whenever it's going to come out. Um, let's get on our Google machines real fast. No, oh, that's fine. Well, you're looking at that. There's a few other key things I like to throw out there. Um, I loved all the mentions of Kevin Bacon, all the Kevin Bacon references and Footloose <laughs> throughout the movie. I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, of course, there was the um, reference in there. Uh, I loved it. You know, Banner tells Tony, you lost another super bot, you know, going from Age of Ultron. That was an there as well. And, uh, of course, you know, when uh, Loki says, you know, goes to Thanos, like, we have a Hulk. You know, just like when Iron Man said that to Loki in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so many little things in there that just – Made the movie even that much more special, much more better when you throw all that stuff in there. And it's kind of sad to see that Xander was uh, the planet, you know, basically, ha- you know, that got wiped out for Thanos to getting one of the uh, stones. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of curious what was going to happen with that. And I, th- I was hoping to see 
more of the planet and the people there. I really was. That would have been cool. Yeah, it really would. Have. And that's, of course, let's not, we can't fail to mention that opening weekend the movie made, you know, over $250 million. Yeah, no, it blew everything out of the water. Black Panther just went poof, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. Literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I'm making puns and I don't even know it. Yeah, oh my God. And he did, when he went poof in the movie, I was clapping, of course. And oh my gosh, this one guy next to me was not happy at all. He's like, can you please not do that? Uh, (laughs) I was like, I can't help it. So it appears that Guardians 3. Well, okay, here we go. Um, This is actually a tweet from James Gunn. I woke with a vision of Stakar Ravenger's scene in my head and couldn't stop Mm -hmm. thinking about it for days. We almost didn't include the Adam Warlock scene because he definitely not in Avengers 3 or 4. We had no plans for him in general. What? So, and this this is the second follow-up to it. And despite so many people thinking Adam will show up in Volume 3, that is we have never confirmed. Who knows how long it will take him to bake in that cocoon. That said, I love Adam, but the time must be right. That doesn't feel right. That doesn't pay homage to the storyline very well. Nope. So I don't think that he will pop up in the second Avengers movie mm-hmm. the, the way that was right. But you know what? He could pop up in the third one. Um but, you know what, some people are speculating on the third one that it may be a, uh, whatchamacallit, a uh, prequel kind of thing to where it's uh, the old school Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, something else I had to throw in there. I don't know, do you watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all? Nope. I've heard, I know a little okay. bit about it, though, so I'm not in the, the, the right. dark. Okay, well, not to really give much any spoilers or anything, but in the, the ending of the last season, they pay they they acknowledged that on the planet, mm-hmm. and of course they're too busy taking care of their own things. You know, uh, with Coulson, you know he has his illness where he's supposedly dying and all this other stuff. Uh, they they basically they wrapped up the whole TV show, the whole I should say the whole series for it to end. And then to find out that they got picked up for another season, but I only think it was like 12 episodes, if memory serves me correctly. So my question is, for those 12 episodes for this last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, how will that play into the movie Infinity War? I just have a gut feeling that there's going to be something involved with it. So, but it'll be interesting. We'll we'll be finding out uh, this fall. Yeah, you know, uh, it's kind of weird. I mean, I just because there's a guy that I talked to about it, it will work. But it's like Phil Coulson was dead, and then he's alive, and now he's dying again, or something like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He, yep. And of course, you hear everybody talking about, well, where was Agents of Shield during Infinity War, and where was Daredevil and Iron Fist and you know, all the other Netflix shows? You know, why couldn't Quake be in there? I mean, that would have been cool if they could have done that in some fashion that would have been a huge surprise for uh the fans Mm -hmm. well we'll see we'll see we just got to hope that james gunn's lying and that's the main thing we need adam warlock in this yeah and you never know he could be just to throw us off scent yeah maybe maybe yep 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 all right 
So what are the final like thoughts or words on Avengers Infinity War? Uh, Matt? Uh, I loved it, and I'm excited to see what part two brings us. All right, what about you, Michael? Uh, same sentiments, really. I, I just cannot wait. It feels like it's going to take forever to get here, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's been 10 years in the making, and they've did they, some of the movies haven't been the best, but they've built everything up beautifully for this. Yep. No, my uh, my same thing, my same thoughts. Um, it needs more Adam Warlock. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I'm joking. Um, it's a good movie. It's a good movie either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see how it ends. Uh, they did not do a bad job with Thanos. That was the biggest worry mm-hmm. because everyone knows that Thanos is a badass and he needs to be treated like a badass. And um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's cool to see him finally get the main role. He was like the main character for the movie. It was like all about him. He got his screen time. Josh Brolin did a good job. Excited to see what's going to happen in the second movie. Yep. The dog is yep. also like the the um, movie apparently. <laughs> That's so cool. He wanted that, that actually that actually reminds me of something else I read online about the movie. You know, one of the big things that people had also been talking about was in the beginning of the movie. You know, where is the rest of the Asgardians? Where is um, uh, uh, what's her face from from Ragnarok? I, I'm gonna have a brain fart right now. Uh, Help me out, guys. You know, the gal the, the, that was on the ship with them and some of the other people. But anyways, uh, the Russo brothers had stated that basically what happened was is when they were attacked, a bunch of the shuttle pods had been released. And the law of the Asgardians actually did make it safely away from Thanos' wrath. Yeah, so that was put out by the Russo brothers. So we were kind of wondering maybe we were going to see something more about that in the second movie. We'll see. Ooh. Yep. Yep. So that, then I'm kind of curious now what's going to be the next wave after Infinity War? What's, what is, what's Marvel got up their sleeve? I don't know. It makes you uh, wonder <laughs> what the next big thing's going to be. I mean, could it be X-Men? Can it be Inhumans? Fantastic be? Four! That's what we need! That, it really would be. You know, if you could do Fantastic Four, do some FF along with Inhumans and combine some of that stuff together, oh, baby. They're going to give up on Inhumans, dude. They, that show bit the dust so fast. They couldn't figure out how to do Medusa's hair, and they shaved her head. No. Yeah, I know. They did it wrong. But maybe they can do it right in the in uh, the cinema. Maybe, 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 maybe. I would love mm-hmm. to see something like Avengers versus X Men or something like that, but I doubt that's going to happen anytime soon. Not, yeah, not until they start getting the rights for all that stuff. But who knows? I like, I like to see what the next phase that they have planned out is. I'm sure it's going to be something big and mon- monument. You know, kind of like what they're doing now. Another ten year run of something. Yep, 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 yep. And, um, you know, now what we have left to look forward to this year is um, Wasp and Ant-Man's coming out soon, I think in July. And then Mm -hmm. we have the Venom movie in October. So be on the lookout. i got to ask you. I've seen the previews. I'm sure we've all seen the previews for that. Does that make you excited or or what? I'm indifferent. Um, 
the costume could have been done a little bit better, but it's a lot better than what it was in my eyes. And, um, you know, the actor choice, it's uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, yeah. Kicking butt, dude. Like, I mean, I think he makes a pretty good Eddie Brock. But um, you only have Peter Parker in it. You don't have Spider-Man. So we'll mm-hmm. see how they're going to do this origin story and if it's not going to be a dud. Um, hopefully, uh, you know it ends up being a lot better than what we think it's going to be. Uh, yeah. The trailer didn't get me completely down. No, it, the trailer didn't get me excited at all. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm watching. I'm just kind of like, really? It, it was lacking something to me. I don't know what it was. Um, but may, hopefully it was just a bad trailer. That's all. I'm just hoping that's all it was. I'm curious to see what Carnage is going to look like in it. He's in it, so we'll find mm-hmm. out. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll find out. So, kind of keeping the theme with uh, Infinity War, I got to ask you because we all know, you know, Rusty and his Infinity Stone quest. How has that Infinity Stone issues have you uh, gotten so far? What are you missing? Um, I have everything except. What am I missing now? Because I have the Soul Stone now with uh, the Marvel premiere I got. Mm-hmm. I think I am missing. It's in a, an obscure Captain Marvel issue that has it. Um, some people say it's not like the legit first thing. In some people's opinion, apparently I have them all already. But I don't think I have them all because I found it on this one website that I'm that there's an appearance of this one. I'll have to go grab my book and look. Um, but I think I'm one away. I'm pretty positive I'm just one stone away. I have the um, Marvel premiere number one, which is a Soul Stone. Um, and then I also have the um, uh, King Size Annual Avengers uh, or two and I think it's actually it's King Size Avengers um, two and one mm-hmm. or Marvel two and one King Size I don't know one of the two it's an Avengers story um, and that had the Power Stone and the Time Stone I think mm-hmm. so, so I had to ask this. Hmm. Does the, does the Gauntlet have a special uh, first appearance issue? It is Silver Surfer, I think, 45. I do not own that issue. Since the movie came out, that issue has gone up in price from, like, 30 bucks to around, like, 80 bucks. Silver Surfer, what, 35 Like, 45 I think? It has mm. um, uh, Mephisto on, like, Thanos' shoulder with, like, Silver Surfer and the Gauntlet hand on the cover. I don't own okay. that issue. Um, I haven't found a good price on it, so... I'm trying to look for it now. Is that okay? Thirty-five and it has no forty-five. Thanos, oh, 45, 45. Okay, that's off Thanos on a, on his throne there. So it's still forty-five. Too, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it has Mephisto, um, with his armor on his shoulder. Yeah, and it has like a Silver Surfer in his hand. Oh, here's one. Eleven dollars or best offer. Uh oh. See. But all the ones I see in auction, usually they end up like, uh, I mean, lately it was like 40 or 50. But, I mean, I guess there's some off-balls on eBay. Yeah, yeah, right now's the time. You can get one pretty cheap. Buy it now on eBay. Unless it was But there's some pricey ones. Yeah. I yeah, it could have been. And I see one here, $62. Like, oh, my gosh, really? Yup, so maybe it is the time to buy it for me. Maybe the movie hype went away a little bit, and that's why uh, yeah. it's coming back down now. Because I know that's what's happening with that uh, Venom Lethal Protector number one. Um, You know, that's like a $2 comic, $3 comic. Usually you'll find it Mm -hmm. in a bin or whatever. Some people are trying to sell them now for like 50 bucks. So, (laughs) Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's like, stop. (laughs) 
But yeah. Mm. All right. Well, is there any final thoughts to this podcast today? If you haven't seen Infinity War, shame on you. I know, right? Shame on you. Big shame on you. Um, no, we spoiled the whole movie for you. Yeah, we spoiled the whole movie for you. <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. Anyways. So that will be it for this week's edition of Four Guys in a Comic. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Let us know um, what you want to hear in the future or maybe an interview that you want to hear us do. If we can pull it off, help us pull it off. Uh all right, guys, this has been Alex and uh, Michael, and uh, I'm going to say bye for Matt because he had to leave a little bit early, and we will see you next time.